Hello, welcome to Talking to Strangers, episode two. My stranger today is Derek from episode one. Hello, Derek. Hi, uh, good to be back. Well, since we last spoke, there has been a Capitol Hill incident, shall we say, that perhaps surely will change history and the trajectory of what we were predicting if Trump supporters might go away slowly or what will happen with Trump. I think the message is loud and clear now. He's done. The court of public opinion saw that and because he's not he's no longer being a, a celebrity. He's challenging the people with power. So it's kind of over for him. What were your reactions to that event? Well, I got, like everything, you've got the guilty reaction. It's like that COVID lockdown, you know, the, the guilty reaction of, of saying, I quite enjoyed not having to go out. And I quite enjoy, you know, they, they're like people, my business has done really well. It's really hard to, you know, you, you hold yourself back from saying this is a good thing uh, when people get killed. But if you look... To me, I find Americans fascinating that what's okay for viewers or kids or ethical is like, you know, no more than 100 people getting massacred on television at 8.30 at night and no nipples, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I find that what triggers, what triggers that culture is mind-blowingly kind of unpredictable and obviously – Getting inside the holy ground of the Capitol building, which took me a while to yeah. understand what that meant, because people were saying there's been a shooting in the Capitol, yep. and to me that means you know the whole city, the oh, Capitol city, right? right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it took quite a long, quite a lot of news cycles before I yeah. worked out what they meant was a building or a complex of yeah. buildings, um, because as far as I know. There's shootings every 10 minutes in the capital city. Yeah. It's a big place for shooting. So that was a bit to get over. But then I realized, oh, that's the, actually their equivalent of our parliament house. Yeah. And it is, they see, they surely don't like it, do they? No. <laughs> no. The It's definitely not a good thing that there was deaths for the protest. So my original reaction because I didn't know about the deaths. Uh, I just was seeing clips. Yep. And the clips were very minimizing to what was going on. It just looked like a festival. Yes. And I wasn't mad at what I was seeing. I was like, all right, let the people, you know, walk around. and Let them get off steam. In costumes, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they think they're... what The footage that I was seeing was kind of just people that just looked harmless. When it is a protest, I really just thought it was a coordinated of let's not escalate something with anyone which i think is a good idea let's not escalate this they they might not really understand what's going on they might not understand the electoral college process when you have a someone with a voice that's lying to them constantly and speaking in language that's always very action-based build a wall very very much simple language so when he says let's get well he did incite it i mean he no doubt about it, it will be wild he it's always very short fragment things but like i said when i first saw it i did not understand that there was such violence involved and such malicious intent involved yes and then that's when it was 
definitely not, I'm not saying a positive thing, but that's when I think the whole world went, oh, it's over. Yeah. Oh, it's done. You don't actually want anything. This group doesn't want anything other than to do whatever they want and not have a consequence. That's it. The group, the, the group I mean, it's, it sounds a bit mean, but that, that group was clearly a bunch of completely manipulated human beings. Y- yes. Right? So, so they weren't in any way the people who did it. So well, the, they still did it. So they, they, they yes, they did it. They, yeah. And they're guilty. Yes, yeah. no, no problem there. They're not innocent. No, they don't get to plead, kind of manipulation. No, no one does. But no. the, uh, you were saying before the news cycle, even while it was happening, it just kind of it looked kind of jolly. And yes. there was the kooky guy. How many times did you see the kooky guy the with the QAnon shaman? I was like, look at that costume. That's great. I was really like, that's all and right. That lovable guy with the lectern. Yes. Yeah, the lantern guy. It, Yeah, like it was just kind of like it was a coordinated allowing of that destruction. But I think the immediate reaction was, look at those white people get away with whatever they want. But the reaction was still like, but they just, I guess, want to have fun. But then the real footage started coming out and it's like, oh, no. Are you familiar with uh, English soccer hooligans? This is identical. This is identical culture. It's that feeling like the the English people, they're brought up with it and a certain level of person who needs that group tribal mentality, that feeling, that's how they get to let it out. They go there, they chant, they sing the crate the I super no crazy the super crazy ones. They go on trips to, you know, to mainland yeah. Europe and they tear the towns apart. And they brawl and they get it all out of their system yeah. in that old tribal kind of way. No issue with that. I don't know that Americans have that possibility. They, I think they just suddenly was, went, oh my no, Lord, No, this, this is, is what good. I was thinking about because I understand the want to be part of something and also to want to be part of, part of something that is going to win. That's, that's human nature. If yep. you want to be on a team and you want to be a collective and you're preparing and strategizing – and it's going to lead to something that you may or may not win. Great. Keep it in sports. Yep. Don't make it the supernatural. Yep. But then the the reality of the supernatural is beating up a police officer with a flag that's just trying to do his job. Yeah. Or, you know, it's or even if it's not if it's not sports because I know that's not everyone's jam. Let's be real; those Trump supporters didn't look like the star quarterbacks. Not really, no. And if they want to claim white supremacy, sports isn't for them because mm. we know <laughs> they'll have to make their own leagues. So, but if not that, there's other things like uh, zombie apocalypse groups or those, they like reenact wars on hills in costumes. Oh, they're cool, those guys. Oh, yeah. They're funny. Right. I cycle past a group of those, in, you know, in Northcote. <laughs> and it's, you just go, double take, wait a minute. Am yeah. I just passing a group of Vikings? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, but no one, no one has an issue with that. It doesn't have to be your thing. I even think like just even fantasy sports groups or there, there's just tons of ways to be a part of something yeah. that doesn't involve, first of all, violence. That's number one. But second of all, being so dumb. It seems it's, it's, pretty thick. It seems really thick. It, pretty thick. It's 
when people are comparing it to Black Lives Matter, which is a real civil rights and justice issue, mm. to whatever that was, yeah, it minimizes real political protest. Yeah, and the fire festival festival of of <laughs> of white supremacy. It's they don't. I've never heard them say we want more social security. I've never heard them say. We want blue collar jobs to have higher wages. You're getting rid of our blue collar jobs. If they had an argument other than, I don't even know, we want to win, yeah. then fine. But you can't win when you're winning is just to be an individual and not a collective. That's not politics. That's not a democracy. It is, it is politics. It's, I get that it's politics, but it's not what America is founded on, which is democracy. So their argument now sucks. They need to just... They are not fighting for democracy. They are just a bunch of individuals that are, they don't even know what they want. They just want to be able to do whatever they want to do with no consequence. And no. It's an addiction. Okay. They, they've just been given something that feels like it's not, we're not sort of talking down. That's the thing that went wrong. It went wrong here with Queenslanders. Talking down to the dummies who voted for the dummies. Doesn't work. It backfires. This is what happens. They kind of get, um, you know, get, get empowered but, by. But their there's a group. difference between. They're defensive. Hmm. That was my opinion up until the riots. Yeah, but these aren't. This is the thing. It's like, who are we talking about? We're talking about the people that were at the riots, which is the absolute apex, and it's not worth. I don't think it's even worth considering them to be a representative of anybody. Because they're the apex of people that were, number one, so stupid that they thought they could stream themselves doing that and go back to mini Zoopolis or whatever. But, wherever why, they but why did they think that? Because they just simply went like a programmed, like a pro, like a programmed trained dog. They just went. This but feels humans good. Are, humans are it. animals. Yeah. And humans live in a world of reward and consequence. Yeah. And I'm not saying alienate them because I do think there needs to be political discussion with all parties and with all people. But when you have a group of people that doesn't want a discussion, my, I have now flipped my... It's a coup. I, it's a coup. I, yeah. I used to be very much let them speak, let them have a discussion, let them have a voice, which they should. But it comes a point when if the people in power are just lying to people constantly and manipulating people and not actually working in the public interest, mm. that's when society has to go, oh, no, wait, we do need experts. You know, it doesn't matter if you want your way of life, mm. but you need to stop maybe pro like prohibiting sensible laws or policies or any of that yeah a democracy when it suits is the is the big problem like yeah. it's um you know if you've got 10 people and we've got to go all right what are we going to do after dinner who hands up who wants to go to the pictures and who hands up who wants to go to the disco if nine people put their hand up for to go to the pictures or six mm-hmm. and one person goes oh but i want to go to the disco then w- that person's got to make a choice. Do I go to the disco? Do I leave the group? Yeah, they can go to the disco. But to actually have a hissy fit yeah. is pretty stupid. 
Yeah. Because what they're – maybe not stupid, or just downright blinded selfishness. It's selfish. If they go, I want you nine people to do what you don't want to do yeah. because – I want to go Because dancing. I want to go to the disco. And that is Not very realizing true. that the, the the experience at the disco with nine people who f- were forced to go because they were sick of your hissy fit are going to have a crap time. Yeah. And they're never – you're never going to a dinner party ever again. Yeah. That's the – that's what happens. You basically destroy democracy. That's you know that democracy has been the word that's been bandied around a bit lately. Yeah. And the death to democracy and the danger to democracy, and for a good reason, because that's what it is. You lose, then you got, for for four years. You're supposed to build something up, yeah. rebuild, and and get ready for the next one, and cop it sweet. But it would seem really, it's got to be brainwashing. If people are so, so desperate, like it's end of days in their minds, this is end of days. We won't survive for you. Same as what I thought four years ago. Really? Fucking hell. People were saying, just survive. You know, all right, in four years, we'll sort this out. But like, yeah. it says like, a lot can happen in four years. It well, seemed like end of days. Yeah, to be honest, when but, I read The Fifth Risk, I was... I was a bit scared. The Fifth Risk. Have you read that? It's by Michael Lewis. Nope. You seen the movie Moneyball or The Big Short? I've seen bits of Moneyball. It's so about good. baseball, is it? Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, I've done. I've, I've recorded a podcast review of it. Fantastic film. So I <laughs> took a lot in. <laughs> and um, I'm not, sorry, The Big Short. Well, a long time ago. Okay. Now yeah, it's really good. Um, he wrote a book called The Fifth Risk, which is I can't even remember the first four risks. But basically, as soon as Trump went in, he fired a bunch of people from the Department of Energy. No, yep. the Department of Energy and the Department of the Environment because yep. he thought it was climate control. But the Department of the Environment also does management of nuclear waste and chemicals. Mm. So basically, the risk of what was going to perhaps end America was literally an accidental nuclear risk yeah. because Trump was just putting people in that had no qualifications and businessmen because he thought the Department of the Environment was, you know, made up yep. climate greenies and he just ran it like many of his failed businesses. And when I read that book, I was like, that's a real, could really... That's frightening. Yeah, yeah. And then... Yeah. I mean, the pandemic happened, but at least it wasn't. That's what I was most scared of. Just some new guy on the job. That's like, you know. It is a day. We've all seen it throughout our lives. Someone rolls up. They're going to, things are going to, if they're good, things are still going to get messy for a while. Yeah. And then it'll be good. But if they're bad. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Chernobyl or no. lose your team. Yeah. 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 So he had fired people that had been there even before the Obama administration though they they they're not party people also when he went in one of their big jobs is tornado warnings and weather Uh, yeah and yeah just it it was just like okay so there's a difference between a group of people like you said one wants to go to the disco nine want to watch a movie yeah and then the one that wants to go to the disco has a hissy fit that is annoying, and it's also just 
a matter of taste. Like, I used to think and defend Trump supporters a lot because I just thought it was classist. To me, it just mm. looked like very kind of contemptuous elitism towards them when they're just nice people. Yep. Same with if, again, wrestling. Like, we kind of know that there's obvious differences yep. of taste. And that's fine. No one, no disco, going to a disco isn't bad and going to a movie isn't bad. But it is a bit classist if all the people that want to go to the movie just berate the person that wants to go to the disco. Yes, yes. But, like I said, my opinion has somewhat changed now because it's not, science is and the law some, is not a matter of taste. There are facts. And if there's a group of people that are concerned just with a disco, fine, go to the disco. But don't make the people that are maybe trying to operationalize preparation for things that you don't understand. Someone said it well. Tolerance isn't just saying everyone is entitled to their opinion because eventually, and I think we did see it, when you're too tolerant, the intolerant then gain control. That's what I think happened. It was years of tolerating what many knew to be illegal practices and unsafe for the world, and look what happened. The The secret weapon of all of this uh, escalation of right-wing stuff or anything you anything that is just outright ethically bad, is the words freedom of speech. The obsession with uh, freedom of speech or using it as a weapon. Look what they're taking away, your freedom of speech. They're taking it. Twitter is taking away your freedom of speech. No, it's not. Twitter is a company that decides what it wants to do at any one time. It's all of our faults if we're leaning on Twitter so hard that no, we now rely on it for everything we do. You might be generalizing when you say we. Well, I we. Think it was one person. We, well, <laughs> okay, I'm being kind to uh, anybody who happens to be a soon to be ex president of the United I think, States. I think maybe one person who never had a job before or didn't really understand what having a job was and just thought having a job was being on Twitter yeah. became reliant on it because. That's what happened, but I don't. I don't think we all need to introspectively look at ourselves because of him. I mean, speaking of, I do think freedom of speech is important, and what's what what how it does get ruined is censorship for safety. Yep, there's freedom of speech. That it has to go hand in hand yeah. with freedom, yeah, to respond, freedom to have nothing to do with someone who who says something that offends you, freedom to punch someone in the in, in an old Aussie, you know, outback mm. pub sense. You can say what you like to someone, and you can also get a broken nose. Yeah, and you probably go, "Well, well, I deserved that." Yes, I didn't realize he was, you know. I didn't realize he was only had one leg when I was doing that. You know, yeah, yeah. All those pirate gags or whatever. Yeah. And bop. Oops. oops yeah. yeah. Right. Or whatever. But um, people go freedom of speech. It, it doesn't come without 
a few extra uh, things. Yeah. Uh, you, you say what you like and the government has every right to arrest you for saying that. But I also think it, everyone knows that because freedom of speech has been a refuge, or a serious refuge, for the people that go, freedom of speech also, number two, you have the right to own guns, say what you want. So it, it's kind of been, there's they say freedom of speech, yeah. but... They they know that <laughs> it's 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 yeah. important because we can all logically agree it's important. But what's the point of saying you can say anything when right behind you is the guy with the gun or Trump? Because we we do see it trampled. Because freedom of speech and freedom of ideas is important and freedom of opinion. But again, when it gets down to public institutions or even media institutions the size of CNN or Fox News literally lying yeah that's when it's it's not it's not freedom of speech you're making stuff up with with no facts yeah and this freedom to not listen this yeah, is the thing yeah. that's exactly it. Like, it has to come 100%. with freedom to not listen to your bullshit yes so, you know uh, it's yeah. not a right to speak it's a freedom to speak so yeah. you, don't, you don't have the right to get into someone's ear. You have the right to say it. It's like Hyde Park. I don't know if you've lived in London. You know, you there's this spot called Speaker's Corner where people can still go up and just rant. That's fine. This is great. No issue you with can, that. It's something right. to do. You get yeah. wandered down there and listen to some various ranting. Yeah. It's nice if there's a not just religious, but yeah, you know, it's it's always fun. But um, I, I just reckon that the um. Number one, the, this capital thing has triggered an intolerance that I wasn't aware of. Like, and so therefore, it is a overall. It is a good thing to have happened, rather than just have this fizzle out with an uprising still, still rising up, yeah. sort of under the undercurrent. Yeah. So it's like it's a big fear now. The FBI a flat chat. Right, these yeah. guys are being hunted down. They are getting the message that yeah. you're we're going to go and catch you. Your ex-wife's going to dob you in. Yeah. There's some great stories coming out. Really? Yeah, this ex-wife dobbed a guy in. It's like, well, you know, kind of like I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. it's kind of like, well, maybe if you treated her a little better. <laughs> yeah, and um, there was a girl who was, um, or a uh, a woman who was kicked out of home uh, for being a lesbian. Yeah. Uh, and she dobbed her parents in. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. And she was a teenager. Oh, wow. Um, so it's uh, they're, they're a little bit exposed because they probably live their life being immune. Pretty horrible people, you know, yeah. possibly, if they're willing to beat up on cops. and Yeah, you know, and again, not all of them. No. But no. The, the now the message is clear. There's going to be a consequence. You can believe what you want, but you can't then just – Make your beliefs. You're going to get yeah. fact checked, and the, and the, and it sort of also brings to a head this thing that you know we've all been noticing for quite a while, and that's you know people have been saying, oh, that that Republican politician they won't come out against Trump, or they won't say yeah. anything against Trump because they're afraid of his tweets. I know, but in reality, they're afraid of his, you know, his SS. He's fired. Um, he's thugs. He. No, not he's even thugs. as thugs. He he 
remote controls them and says, yeah. that person's bad. And then suddenly they're all jumping up and down outside their house threatening their lives. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's physical now. No, They've never had that before. But he, he was always allowed to fire people. Yes. You, you, got, you have a guy with a show whose tagline is you're fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he fired 30 people from, I think it's the CDC, that work in, in China yep. right away. So yeah. then in February, he fired the pandemic team that had been around oh. just because if he doesn't like what people say. So it's like... But it's it, more huffy because it was the pandemic team. If it was put together by um, Obama... It was actually it put got together by Bush. Bush, yeah. yeah. So if someone else did it, get Or maybe not the exact people. Maybe. I, I'm not yeah. well-versed, but it was definitely President Bush yeah. that started reading some book about a pandemic, started mobilizing. Yeah. And like I said, I was in Toronto in the original SARS. It was around 2003 to 2004, and they knew that had come from, yeah. I think, a bat. So they did mobilize a bunch of people to stop an outbreak. They stopped yeah. a bullet. Like... There's been things in place that you can't just say freedom of the individual. No. Government's job oh, is is not to just protect freedom of the individual, but neglect huge, as we've seen now, global pandemics and just say everyone has freedom. Well, yeah, what about the freedom to be able to breathe and not have a virus that may or may not... Mm. When have you ever heard people be like, well, you you may die if you're older or you may just have hallucinations or you may, you know, just not smell like, what the f- <laughs> can I we know. get some organization to these symptoms? Yeah, like, it's crazy. It, if you're earning public money, you don't just, th- there's both problems. So it's, if you're earning public money, you're not, you don't get to be an elite that's, that treats people with contempt, which to me personally, I feel like Brett Sutton did. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Okay. I, what about the, did, did you see the Republicans, uh, freshman Republicans, it's like a mm-hmm. word that I'm not familiar with, but I think it means new guys. Yeah. No, noobs, right? Right. Freshman Republicans refusing and really having hissy fit over having to go through metal detectors to get into the Capitol building now. <sighs> Right, really, it's an infringement on their. There's no other way of putting it. It's an infringement on their feeling that they're better than everyone else. Yeah, of course. There's no other way of putting it, because everyone in the world has to go to the airport, metal detectors, metal detectors that they put in stadiums. Yeah, exactly. And so, and they were, and Pelosi, is it Pelosi? She's gone. No, no, you you have to. Yeah, and she just went. Oh, look, listen, Bucko. Yeah. School teacher. She went full headmaster, headmistress. And she said, <laughs> she put a $5,000 fine. Yeah, good. That comes straight out of their wages or their pay or whatever yep. as senators. Um, oh, good. If for the first time they bypass the metal detector and 10000 yep. the next time yep. or something like that or seven and a half, ten, and it's cumulative. And she's just put it in. She just said, "This is this is how it is." Why Don't shouldn't be it be a like that? Head is what yeah. she's saying. We we live in a public society. If you go just freedom of the individual every time, no, that's yeah. that's 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 crazy. Then, oh, just. They want to be special, and they want. They special. think they're better. They think they don't have to oblige yeah. to anything. I worked for a local council 
when I was 19. I had dreadlocks and it was in those days you could grow dreadlocks and they couldn't sack you even if you were the, the chauffeur for the mayor, which right. I was. Oh. Right, <laughs> sometimes it was part of my job. So. But they had so they had this chauffeur getting around with dreadlocks because the oh, it was funny. in the eighties things were so locked in. Your jobs were so secure. Everyone, right, you couldn't sack someone for nothing. Good, especially Good. at my level, which was down low. You couldn't quietly demote no. you when you're the the dog's body of the place. But I got to see a taste of this, the way the political system works. Mm. I got to see how hard staffers work oh, yeah. and how much bullshit they put up with Ugh. by completely and utterly unqualified people That's, that needs who to are go. only thinking about the opinions of different people that they know yeah, and their own opinion. It's not a public relations thing. Just These be guys, smart and be good at your job. Just a local business owner suddenly is making these decisions and wasting hundreds and thousands and millions of dollars Going, can you do a report on the viability of you know having a, a merry-go-round you know uh, suspended above that tree, you know like right. or whatever random thing? Yeah, they doubled down on the bureaucracy, and it just cost money. Yes, but it, it was just weird, and it was an eye opener. And from then on, I've yeah. known that the staffers run the show, despite the politicians. Oh which yeah, is, the which politicians is super are, the, I guess, the face of it. Yeah, well, they when they're in charge, they're the elected representatives. Yeah, and they make the decisions, but the, all the work's being done by you know everyone else. But yeah, nor, but normally it's pretty easy to be a lazy politician. But if you're a lazy politician like Trump, yeah. who gets rid of anyone who opposes him, <sighs> those staffers, so dangerous. Who are they? They're just. His, he, remember loose when he cannons. came out with the pandemic team and it's Ivanka and Pence and yeah, I know it was just like people right around him that are always nodding. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. None of them have. <laughs> Even after the election, you know, getting rid of uh, half the Pentagon, and you go, "Oh my God, what's happening now?" Yeah, he just he it's it's it became a dictatorship. Everyone, everyone sort of has always relied on. If you've been in this conversation, we probably had it where the where we go, it's all right. There'll be some grown-ups around yeah. that stop impressing no. the big button. But all those grown-ups he, he has placed there personally. Exactly. He, and not and just, even the crazies he's put there yes. have left. And now there's, he's gone and found more crazies. The guy, one yeah. of the guys in charge of security in the Pentagon or something is has written, you know, written and said things like wild, crazy conspiracy theories. Like completely unhinged stuff, not just right wing, completely unhinged, like full QAnon type ways of thinking. So that's pretty frightening. Yeah, he's so six more days. Come on. He, yeah, it is at this point too. I think a lot of people think Trump's really smart by talking to a large group of people that have maybe never been spoken to by politicians or someone with his level of power and are. And that's why they hang on his every word like a cult leader. Let's just call it what it is. It's a gosh damn cult. Yes. But I also don't think Trump's smart anymore. He's not. He no. he believes in those conspiracy Look, theories. a couple of smart things happen. It doesn't get you through your whole life. No. Like, okay, it was an He's accident dumb. that he discovered that his Twitterness was a way of reaching people without any consequence. So yeah. therefore he could lie. 
all yes. day, every day. Yeah. That was that was more luck. That's not smart. That's not That's smart. Luck. And, and when you're on a TV show as well that can construct you as someone at a board meeting that's clearly at this point we must know is saying logical things. Clearly there was scriptwriters on that show. Never watched it, but Well, I was reading somewhere that they when they contracted him to do that show in the beginning, they were all they were at the time still falling for the that whole rhetoric that he was a successful, incredibly good businessman. So even the studio, was it CNN? Something like that. That Even they fell for it. And they, no, CNN's new, I don't know. ABC? I don't know who it was. I think it was ABC. But they they contracted him and then quickly found out that it was bullshit. He was- He's an idiot. Like a serial bankruptor. um, Yeah. Bankruptee and really was, was shit. So they actually just pumped him full of money and made it true. Right. So he was – it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. So they actually went, fucking – to make this show about a, a they, really rich he's guy. He's a brand. He has to be really rich. Yes. He has to have a golden toilet. Yeah, so yeah. His brand is up. luxury. So yeah. no one's going to watch a show where a guy's not business luxury yeah. and just – yeah can't figure out how to open a door and like needs people to read stuff and can't open something or is just doing buffoon things no no one wants to watch a show like that if you're watching something called the apprentice because if you're in america the idea of america is work it's a society that loves the idea of mobility and achievement it's obsessed with that that's what it's selling yeah so this might be a mini tangent, but like it's the idea of kind of success, but also not overly proper about it. So the 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 predominant cultural imagery was always someone that was projecting success. So like, for instance, Paris Hilton was huge. She was a socialite. But she wasn't a classy one. She looked like she was always on spring break in Florida dancing on tables, right? Yeah. That is America. That is like, we're not the British. We're success, but we're also a bit, I don't want to say unclassy, but that's really what I'm thinking of the word is. Like, we're, we're, we're aggressively showy. Yeah. Right? And then the Kim Kardashian thing came. Look at her and you, you go, that's, that's work. Like in Australia, the it's very much like a natural thing. Like nature's big and that's kind of the predominant culture of natural, laid back, you know, beachy look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the predominant look in America is always ex- excess. Yeah, for sure. It's always excess. And it's that's Trump. Trump became a good symbol of excessive, boisterous wealth. Do you know what he, you know what he really is? Mm. He's a rapper. Well, really? I mean, he, no. He, <laughs> all, I don't know. Like a, like a no. maybe early 90s rapper. He's Absolutely not. Like covered in gold, you know, still talking but about th- where he comes from. But that's new money. He's old money. So rappers are, are co- rappers, their history is not generational wealth. So I they think have he's to. He's old it, money. I think, he, I think he got old money. Yes. He blew it. Yes. But he but it all came back. The yes. Renaissance was this stupid television show. Yeah. So it's kind of new money 
but never with any class. No, he has no class. No. Trump has no class. But I'm allowing rappers to have that culture where when they that was like in the 80s and when the it was uh, you know, greed is good when it was Gordon Gecko culture and you know the Wall Street guys started being really showing it just kept getting excessively excessively like that. It made sense that if you have been so marginalized and that you then start your own kind of culture, which is now, let's be real, probably the biggest oh, culture in the world, hip hop. And Don't and get rap. me wrong. I love rappers. But yeah. there was that dilemma of how do I show them that I've made it? How it do wasn't I- a dilemma. It was genuine with them. But, but it was like, oh, I just have to pile it on. Yes. On the outside, because I'm in the streets. But they are American. They're the most American. Yeah, yeah. They do flash their wealth because they were so aggressively so good at something and created their own thing, then flaunted their wealth. But we're very, very... um, But if you imagine Trump, I'm talking about his... Like, if, if Trump did a video clip... There'd be a lot of gold chains. Yes, and be a just lot like Kim Kardashian would be with the butt. There'd be a and lot of people dressed a lot less than him. I 100% agree, but where Trump veers, America loves the imagery of, of wealth and excess and all that, but only if you have earned it yourself. I, like, it's a, yeah, it's an obsession, isn't it? Yes, because, but Trump didn't actually make that money being like that. That's why it's a lie. Like Kim Kardashian yeah. made her money. Yeah. Rappers made their money. Well, they had a product. They he, had a product. He doesn't Trump's have a product. Just, Trump is a fake product. Yep. He's yep. vanilla ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, so do I, but <laughs> but he, not if he incited he, a coup. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's just, you know, he, he he's manufactured. He, no dignity. He, he could easily have been classy. No, I don't think he could have. In New York. Like, no, I mean, with with his money. Like, oh, I think and he his tried age. and he was rejected by society. society well, they've been hearing fine. talk about what's going to happen to the young Trumpers, the young Trumps, when they go back to live in New York, what, how society is going to treat them because they have treated New York pretty badly. They well, dissed New York, as you'd say. But those people don't live in New York. I think they did, didn't they? Um Jared and Ivanka? They're not allowed to move back. You no, just... yeah, they've already been kicked out of New York. That was about two months ago. They live in some small island near Miami. They're okay. not allowed to be- move back to New York. <laughs> just oh, be- yeah, that's out of the they, question. They pariahed. They, I, and Trump didn't, was never really welcome in New York since his presidency. Didn't his father, was he a slumlord? And they Something were, you know, like that, and... I don't think it was that. I think it was when he did become the president. I just remember he became arch enemies with the you know the yeah. New York governor and the mayor or whatever he's called. And I remember people being on talk shows or whatever and just being like, "Well, I was on my way over here, but there was a huge traffic jam because people were saying no to Trump." Yeah, like they were going to his rallies to boo him out of the city. That was yeah, yeah. a long time ago. And the what's his name? De Blasio. That happened yesterday. De Blasio severed ties with the Trump brand. Oh, wow. I love when that happens. But it is good that it happened, but also it's like, wait a minute, de Blasio, why is there a golf course in the Bronx that was tax-funded yet Trump was profiting from? Oh. 
Yeah, see, that's just something like a lot of people have known for a while and did nothing about. Yeah, and yeah. now that it's a court of public opinion. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. There's like a bit of a gravy train. It totally. To get on and be a hero. You're not a hero. You're not a hero. If you you realize you're going to get caught, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah. is fine. Still do the right thing and don't deny it like Rudy Giuliani. Do the right thing now because you're going to get found mm. out because he's truly a criminal at this point. Yeah. But it... It has been happening for too long. Have you, you know the movie The Joker? Yes. And just Batman in general? Yes. Okay, so you know how the movie's kind of about the social structure for the Joker? Like he's clearly got mental health issues and it's kind of like the fabric of society is broken? Yes. Do you know the comedian Andrew Schultz? Nope. Okay, well, he's a comedian. He said- Do you write Peanuts? No, that's Howard Schultz. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Different. (laughs) So Schultz said, uh, if you want to know why the Joker didn't leave Gotham, I guess that just shows how bad New Jersey is, which is kind of (laughs) true. That's pretty good. (laughs) Because it does get back to, it's good that de Blasio has cut ties with Trump now, but also... Shit that he didn't do it already. Exactly. None of these people get medals of honor for cutting ties with a sinking ship and doing self-serving. I mean, they don't get chastised for it. It's like you kind of just nod and you go like that. It's a little bit like uh, the way they have to approach contact tracing Mm. with no punishment. So if someone... You know, there's an outbreak here in Victoria where there's sort of zero cases a day at the moment, I think, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, but if someone does get it and someone goes and uh, dots around the place and then lies to the police or the contact tracers, which has happened recently, um, they're still not punished. Sure, the the, the court of uh, social media get, gets into them. Right. Because they can't afford to have people not own up yeah, to that's ever true. or getting te- or get tested. So it's like it's it's a really hard position to – to it's tempting to go at this de Blasio character and say, where were you four years ago? Why did this happen? But you don't want to make it – send a signal to everyone else that everyone's going to go at you if you just lie low – no, I don't. That's that that's what I change. think. Before I think it's yeah. over. No, I think it's over for the Trump enablers. It's over for them. Oh yeah, it's, it's over for them. It's but over. I think some people might be tempted to lie low. Like yes. If, if you put your hand up right, right now and say, "We're uh, um, um, if you," I think if you put your hand up right now and say, "Right, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna cancel my L'Oreal contract with Melania." Let me make right. this clear. There probably isn't one. I just yeah. made up two random brands and people. <laughs> right? I don't know who Melania is even. So yeah. I'm going to cancel that because of this. Then suddenly people are talking about it. Yeah. And then then they're going, why did you still have that contract? So oh, there'll be I a lot of people just But there's a difference low. between a brand and someone that's supposed to serve the public and yes. is earning taxpayer money and using that taxpayer money to go to a golf course when there's schools yeah. that don't even have good bus systems or enough pencils or desks. Yeah, you've got to you've got to take your lumps. That guy, that guy needs to take his lumps for that. And uh, well, all of them do. Well, it's not like yeah. we, no one knew that he was doing that, but it's it, 
it's it's not like he ever liked Trump anyway. Yep. It's this buddy buddy stuff of the powerful needs to go. You know who well, I was frightened of repercussions. Let's face yeah. it. Trump had the power to, you know, to put the focus on yeah. the Death Star. Whoop, 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 whoop. Like if they if you're the planet that the Death Star's pointing and at. And you can't society that's not a democracy. No. You cannot have unchecked power and call it a democracy. Mm. And then just have the people that work for the public just doing a bunch of nodding for the crazy guy in, in control. Yeah. He's he's literally crazy and I think we all know that. And I was reminiscing of a time not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not joking though, corruption and crimes, he's being charged with high crimes and misdemeanors. Yeah. Crime, whether it was institutionalized or or organized crime, like mob stuff or, you know, bankers and cops kind of. And it was at least a bit classy and organized. It yeah. was, it had its own fabric in society. It was still at least had a veil of, this is, this some is. Some kind of code. Some sort of code yeah. that, and at least also left out. The elderly, the innocents, the women, the children, yeah, they kind of just the let them do their thing. Yeah. And it didn't become, oh, we're just going to lie about a virus, even though our job, like crime used to be somewhat classy. Yeah. You would still have your public facing politicians that yeah. could at least say the right thing and, and get stuff, not saying stuff was perfect, but at least have a veil of legitimacy yeah. and not to this level where they don't even pretend to to care there's no need to that's, that's yeah i think that's what's turned over in the last four to four to six years is you don't have to pretend anymore you don't have to tell the truth anymore you don't have to even pretend if you're, you're a public institution can, because they've worked out yeah you just pile on a denial yeah and just you need more than 60 percent of people to just go, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. yeah that's and that's all. It's just statistics. No truths. Yeah, no, that's why no that – I don't know too much about him, but I know that Gavin Newsom guy in, in California, people hate him, and I don't blame him. He's this – he's very politically correct. Yeah. There's no good infrastructure in L.A., and apparently it's really high taxes as well. If you are a democratic state – why weren't you doing targeted helping at the hospitals? Yeah. Where was that? Yeah. Where was the, we know a virus is airborne and pre-symptomatic and asymptomatic, but there still wasn't a lot of enough. There wasn't enough targeted interventions to the people that were most vulnerable and the best way to prevent it. None of, all of it was disorganized. All of it. Yeah. Where were the scientists? And early prevention was key, and the politicians are the one that dropped the ball. It's gambling. It's gambling. They, they, like say uh, Scott Morrison, Prime Minister of Australia, uh, gambled. It's a gamble to defund the the firefighters. Yeah, he gambled on that. It's a gamble. If you defund the firefighters, you got more money, and their whole rhetoric is, oh you know, surplus and, you know, uh, yeah. we're great at running the economy, which they yeah. aren't. So it's just one of those Trump-like complete lies yeah. that people believe because they say, they say it so many times. Yeah. And the right-wing media say it so many times. So he took the gamble 
and didn't and ignored the warnings of the entire firefighting industry yeah. in Australia with, you know, who Elvis is, the helicopter. Okay, We've no. got a helicopter yeah. called Elvis, right? Okay, and cool, we need, very cool. And we technically they worked out we're going to need tons of them for putting – they lift up water and they drop it on right. fires, right? And he was told this in many, many reports. Gamble. It's a gamble. It's literally – if this doesn't happen, it's like I'm not going to pay my insurance this year. And if I get through the year without an accident, uh. I've made myself a thousand bucks. It's a huge gamble, but he he did it, and then last year the fires just annihilated everything, and they didn't have those, they didn't have the equipment they needed, they didn't have the infrastructure they needed, and it was just a, right. a great little model example of what's going on everywhere. Just well, the, uh, the fires in California. Not, hopefully, there won't be a virus. Hopefully, I'll de I'll defund yep. this whole viral thing, and we'll use it's, the money. No, for I don't else. think it's hopefully there won't be a virus at all. I think it's hopefully I won't get caught. Well, yes. That's in, all it is. In the end. They yeah. know. Yeah. Because gambling is different when it's your money and your life. Yeah. It's different when it's not your money and the chance of you facing a consequence is mm. very low. Well, there's no consequence. There's he, no consequence. He gambled on the firefighting gear, got away with it. Yes. Doesn't matter. There's no consequence. Even when he lost. So he gambled someone yep. else. Yeah. He didn't gamble his own thing. He gambled us. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Against his political future, which was being able to say there was a surplus or whatever. Yeah, it is corruption, but it's also institutionalized enabling of. It's it's just easier to ignore something and and silence it, and human nature is kind of like if there's no consequence for this. Well, everyone will do it. Yeah, yeah. So inaction yep. rarely ever gets. If you just don't, if you just do nothing, even though you could have done something, you rarely get caught for that. Mm. So, I do think. Okay, what's your thoughts on this? The, I don't know his name. He's, he's taking over for Scott Morrison right now. Oh, I don't know. Either. Oh, he's I so. Don't. I don't know much about him. He apparently made a statement where he's comparing the. Capitol Hill coup to Black Lives Matter. Yep. yep. And then Amnesty, I guess, called him to apologize. And then he doubled down and didn't apologize. He dropped the all lives matter, which is a yeah. trigger. It's a bit of a trigger for for me and then nearly everybody. It's like it just it lets you know. Everybody knows that all lives matter. I know. But to say it right now oh is a, not not just horrible and shows a bit of misunderstanding. Of yeah, any, ignorance. Any kind of cause, but also a massive amount of ignorance about the politics, about you know what, what the feeling is around you, what your people are think. Like the first thing you think when someone says something like that, you go, "You are out of touch." Yeah. For a start. Yeah, you're because you're politically dumb. you shouldn't have said that. Even politically if you, you are, shouldn't have said that, the and then you should have apologized. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Once it's so stupid. If you don't have the capacity to learn, yeah. What's if you are ignorant and then say something and then double down and say, I'm not apologizing and say something even more offensive yep. by saying, I'm not apologizing. All lives matter. You oh. you don't look powerful and like you're you're held fast to your opinion. You look really stupid because you you're yep. not willing to listen to opinions. And it could be we hopefully we'll see the trailing off of these type of characters. Ugh. 
trying to launch a name for themselves yeah. by appealing to the hopefully the minority extreme right, yeah, mid right, extreme right, whatever right you want. But they, you know, people like um, Pauline Hanson's made a career out of it, out of just saying ridiculous, rude things about other cultures, and basically dog whistling uh, right wing intolerant people. And 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 we we should see that dive off there was a guy called Corey Bernardi who was a liberal party guy I think and he quit to become an independent because he he thought when Trump started he thought yeah I can do this like I can but he had no character the guy right. was a, yeah. like a vacuum yeah yeah it's hard charisma he was Ugh, just a, it's not gonna happen all he now. was was an extreme bible belt type conservative with no yeah. No charisma whatsoever. He was horrible. Yeah, he wasn't uh, the TV I, I personality. Said at the time, I said, it won't work for this guy. No. Because he's a nothing. He's an empty shell who's ridden, who's just got where he is in, in the Liberal Party by and they being thought, a yes man. Yeah, they, that's the thing. It's like if there's a template for it, at least follow the template. Don't then just go yeah. get a guy that's the worst parts of Trump but none of the oh, charisma. Yeah. Or the name, oh. or the or the business part of it. I know it's terrible. <laughs> Don't just get the racist parts. <laughs> exactly. You, you really it doesn't just... work with a calm, quiet it... voice. No. You've got to rile them up. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not. What is it? Inspiring people to action when you're just no. the political ignorant part of it. Yeah. It's the inspiring people part of it that you yeah. probably need. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Th- what always. Something that really annoyed me was when Black Lives Matter started to become the social phenomenon that it was and the civil rights issue that it, it was. Remember, like we said last pod, the 70s photojournalism and exposing the horrific realities of war and that Vietnam photo yeah, is yeah. what George Floyd was today with social media in terms of... Uh, the idea of unchecked power and and just people kind of standing around with like these public servants using unnecessary force and yeah. and then the the key with George Floyd and Black Lives Matter spreading to that level is it wasn't the video that where it got to that level of fame because i it's always when the verdict is we're not going to press charges. That's, that's when the riots have. That's always, when it ramps up. Yeah. That's that obviously. Yeah. That's when it ramps up. It's, it's when people are willing to accept that there might be a murderous yes, cop. Yes, this guy's there. a murderer, and right? he's yeah. But they're not willing to accept that the that system he's a murderer, and will, we're okay with it. Yeah. That the system's okay with it. Yeah. So that's. So they have these long drawn out trials to try and let everyone calm down and forget about it get it out of the news cycle or they don't have a trial or they or they just don't have a trial yeah. yeah they they usually just don't that it's it's not the long drawn out trials it's the we're not even gonna look into it yeah because i mean the original la was it la 92 riots it wasn't from the video yeah. of rodney king beating up it's from the verdict of yes. not guilty even though there's video yeah so it's they want institutional accountability. Yeah. They they want the system to be accountable to all lives. I do want to say all lives, 
But again, they black lives. And then the arguments of all lives matter is like, okay, I, no one's disagreeing, like you said. But that's not even the worst of the arguments. The, what killed me was when the Herald Sun and news Murdoch Media started running uh, cancel culture wants to edit Gone with the Wind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just minimizing yeah. issue of civil rights and people that have been dying for no yeah. accountability. And then they're just like, oh, they want to rewrite history. Yep. They they really just make something up. Yep. Or maybe find one crazy, explode that, and then it it works to minimize the entire thing. It's like, no, no, people just don't want to die. Or yep. if they do die, it's not even that they don't want to die. It's that if they do die, the person that killed them will be somewhat held accountable and it's not seen as okay. That's it. We just don't want to be killed with impunity. Yep. Anyone. So, I mean, the original MLK, like, I have a dream, he included white people. He was like, and all my fellow white people, I can't, I'm not doing that justice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was exact. That was perfect. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that I have a dream speech. White people were included in it because he said, I know our destinies are tied. Equality. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Equality. Yeah, yeah. And then they try and make uh, it's just such a rational discourse. Yeah. It's, oh, so we have to, we have to change Monty Python from four. What black person loves Monty Python and wants that change? No one cares. Mm. No, and that's something that white people get really like offended by. I know yeah. that they really like Monty Python, but it's like no one's asking for that. that this, it's, this, this my rights thing, it's, this is where it gets out of hand. I, I think when, when if someone, it's simple, if saying something the way it was always, it's always been said and no one's had a problem before, if you find out that actually hurts people's feelings, yeah, and it doesn't hurt to not say it, yeah, don't freaking say it, yeah. Okay, it's it's that simple, right? Yeah, and don't they're not trying to take away your rights. No, you're controlling what you do with your rights. It's up yeah. to you. Don't say it if you find out. And you, I think a lot of the thing that stops people is not accepting that they did something wrong in the past. The way I might have sp spoken to someone in the 80s, mm. right? The things I might have said in the 80s yeah. would probably be get me cancelled, even though I'm a, a really nice guy who's always done the right thing and I was yeah. a hippie. There's still stuff that you would say that you wouldn't say now. Yeah, but that's and learning and who to, cares? To be so pig-headed yeah. that you go, it's nothing wrong with saying that word. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with saying that word. It's, I'm, I'm doing that. If I were to do that, I'm, what's driving me to protect that? That's what I mean. Is, is just this fear of admitting yeah. that I was wrong in the past. So the, the whole culture needs to maybe say, you know, people say, oh, it was a different time. And, and then we jump on that and go, don't fucking use the past as a... Yeah, but also sorry, but no like, one cares what you were doing in with Gone with the Wind. Yeah, yeah. They have a real issue that they want dealt with now. now you could, and if it's playing now, if I, also, if, they don't care. If they, if they say, get rid of it, then get rid of it. If they don't, then don't. No, I don't think... But here's the thing. I think the media makes it seem like 
They play it as civil, a trivia. They civil rights as... issue is is demanding Breonna Taylor. She was shot while she was sleeping. And we're a little offended by Gone with the Wind. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't bring that bull crap in here. Yeah, it's a diversion. It's a diversion and it's a way there it's a way to seriously minimize lives. But then you go into the whole argument. You go into that whole argument about those statues of Confederate people that I can't really understand that the naming of the forts and all this. I, to me, a fort is a thing made out of logs with spikes at the top. So I don't know what a fort is, and they say fort this and fort that, but but apparently it's what they call where the army hangs out. Okay. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Yeah. And, and um, I think that the, there's a thing going, well, We'll lose our history because we have to remember that that guy was oh, a, I know. that that Love guy was a traitor. So well, you know, perhaps there's other things like say books or you know. Yeah, they're just as bad. The education with their system. Yeah. there's plenty more ways to remember crap people that think without having something that's right up in your face, insulting someone who was a victim of that guy. Yeah, yeah. Who that guy wanted to enslave. <laughs> Yeah. And you've got to walk past him every day holding your gun and salute and all that sort of whatever. But anyway. And it's, yeah, it's of no, it's again, it's just a symbol. It's up of, to the people that are hurt yeah. to get to, to to say, look, you know what? And it, there's no guilt in not having known before. that. No. If we can take, all right, maybe there is some guilt, but if we can take away that. Then, oh, I don't, yeah, there's some guilt then, to like if you're actually, if you were actually doing actions, but not yeah. like gone with the wind and stuff like that. If you... Yeah, well, all right. If you made Gone with the Gone with the Wind was, it's an example of exactly what was happening when they made the film. That's it's exactly. a historic take on how the system worked. Yeah. Um, that's so you that's the problem. Conservatives want to conserve history, which is fine, but they also don't agree to progressives. And they do it in a way of if we try and progress and give up our power, yep. what's we can't conserve yep. the great history. It's like that's not at all how it works. You're no. not get you're you don't need to conserve people that want society to progress don't want to change your history. They want to learn. Everyone wants to learn yeah. from it and progress. Conservatives need to stop acting like everything needs to be retroactively changed. They always rely on the Constitution. They always rely on quoting things. And it's like those things can now just be... Freedom of speech. Yeah, yeah those things can now just be... Um, it's, it is all just political uh, slogans when you go and storm your own capital. Yeah, you don't want to... Yeah, it, it's... That was ridiculous. That was one final thought about the freedom of speech. What do you think about Twitter? Well, I'm not. I'm not very good at Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm never I've been on. trying, really trying, and I've been looking at it in the mornings and stuff. I've got to say. It's kind of a bit tumbleweedy, a bit boring now that old mate's gone. <laughs> oh, I don't care. <laughs> I was looking at at what he did, and uh, and with that guilt of um, perhaps uh, he, he would have half, he would have probably two thirds less followers. Well, there's none now, but he would have had two thirds less followers if it wasn't for us, you know, car crash watches. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like we. All, we're all complicit 
in some Don't ways. Don't rope me into or this. Or when I say we, is me and everyone else yeah. that followed <laughs> him to see what nope. crazy shit he was it's saying. True. Yeah. Right? Because then it's like he's got so many million followers, so therefore there's a there's an escalating ramp up. Oh, for sure. Of trust in what he's saying because everyone or or importance on what he says on there. For sure. I did always say the it was the liberal media elite that gave Trump so much of his power because they spent so much time highlighting how dumb he was. Yep. And but everyone had to go and look. Ev- and then not even everyone to go to look like just it's his his voice out there his yep. the familiarity just catapulted so it was like best way to get him to disappear is stop highlighting everything like take away his power of yep. of him being famous but my take on it is that i i felt huge relief oh it's fantastic news yeah like I, i'm not i'm i'm not regretting for one bit that my little bit of morning entertainment is not there for the yeah, sake yeah, of the yeah. entire world and the American people. But yeah. it is fantastic. Yeah. That, and it seems that there's another thing, parlor or whatever, where uh, where right-wing extremists can go and chat freely with oh, each other. Whatever. seems that they're having trouble. Yeah. Because they rely on the infrastructure, the inf- internet and servers and infrastructure of the real grown-up world. Yeah. So it's, it's okay. I, I, I don't think it'll be... Like that, but you you know how Germany it's still illegal. You know you can't be a Nazi in Germany. Okay, good. You can't be anti-Semitic. They've got some pretty strict rules. Yeah, freedom of speech. It's probably that war that made those rules. Yeah, you're 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 free to go to jail because you said that. That's your freedom of speech. Really, in Germany, oh they 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 put it into the constitution. Their their how they their guilt, I guess, over that (laughs) World War Two business, but um. Uh, so ne- they've got this never again kind of feel. Oh, that's yeah, um, yeah. But I think maybe the US, thanks to the capital thing, yeah, right, the whole yeah. invasion, thanks to a, a a bunch of sort of loonies, uh, I guess, uh, a, a lot more. There's going to be a lot more thought and care and corporate cancellation. That will that will help control of public opinion, control baby. Control the riling up. People say, "Oh, people have always been able to get together, you know, and form uh, groups." Way harder uh, blah, blah, blah. when the way harder. way harder when the media changes num- the narrative. It's a way num- harder. It's a numbers game. It's yeah. a numbers game. And if they if they can't if they can't send out uh, dog whistles on Twitter and Facebook and all that sort of stuff, then- and Trump will lose his oomph. Yeah, he's losing so much business. So much of the headlines now are about losing his business. Yeah. So he he will be losing his his appeal and Jack Dorsey, I think a lot of us now I'm generalizing, but I think a lot of us wanted him to end his Twitter account and I never thought it would happen. Yeah. I mean, it was getting to a point well, I, they were I, dying to do it, but they can't, you can't cancel the Twitter account of a president. Yes, you can. But well, that's what we were told. You can because he got. If anyone they can do whatever the fuck they want, what did he got the last the last say thousand tweets? I'm just making this up. All had it was Dorothy, this. This is not true. This is not really? true. really. This is what Twitter put underneath all of Trump's tweets about the the election being rigged. Every single tweet had a a little blue writing underneath saying, "This uh, the the truth of this has been disputed." Good. Right. Right. But. It, if you did that three, if I did that three times, I'm gone. 
oh, you know, right, three right. or five or ten times, whatever it is. I don't know the rules because I haven't done it yet. But if you, you know, um, so he got away with murder, quite literally. Yeah. Um, because they could untweet the president. But then obviously something in their constitution or their rule book was like, aha, we're allowed to override that rule because it is inciting violence. No, no, but Twitter writes their own rule book. But that, that's what it says in their rule book, inciting violence, because they have to stick with their rule book so hard. Because no, they don't. Everyone's scared of him turning around. That's what he was doing. He was trying to get them That's what I mean. Canceled. But no, but this is, this, that's, what, that's exactly it. Trump then, as soon as Twitter kind of, like, let, like I said, let's be real, Trump's power is from that goddamn Twitter. That was his job. Yep. So the moment there started to be a little bit of responsibility put on like, okay, who are these guys that are giving this crazy a platform? Yep. And when that pressure started to happen, you did kind of start to see Trump react in a ridiculous way of like, oh, you're going to try and I'm going to try and make law. But Twitter doesn't have laws. They're not a government. But yep. that's what Trump tried to do yep. when Twitter was acting in social responsibility. So we are at a time when it became a, a corporation's used social responsibility prior to the actual governments that write laws. Yep. Because that Twitter was deactivated quite early, I think even before the National Guard got there. Before the National Guard yep. was there, because people were like, this isn't going to look good, this is a PR nightmare, yep. that Twitter, I th I'm... Don't quote me on that, but it was pretty fast. It was okay. it was Snapchat. It was I know all of them kind of happened at once, and Twitter was the the biggest one, and it 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 was just a very good decisive decision. And I don't know if you ever heard about this, but in I want to say 2011, 2012, have you heard of Aaron Schwartz? No. So Aaron Schwartz was one of the founders of Reddit. You heard of Reddit? Okay, yeah, yeah, I know Reddit. And he, he shouldn't have done it, but he downloaded a bunch of documents from JSTOR from MIT, which is a academic okay. article thing, Yep. to try and make it public. Oops. It's but, like a, a little mini version of, um, what's his name? WikiLeaks? That, yeah, that guy. I forgot his name. I don't know enough, enough about WikiLeaks or any of that, yeah, but yeah. Uh, it was, you know, like theses and just scientific information. Yeah, yeah. He downloaded that and he was, I guess, going to try and make it, like I said, public. But he was then charged and facing like 13 felonies yeah. or something like that. Or the, the court system really went hard in the paint. And he was going to face jail time and it was anything between like possibly 20 and 50 years. Jeez. Yeah. And he ended up killing himself, which was very sad because it's kind of like yes he shouldn't have done that but he was just in his heart he really just did think i'm going to get this information to the public there's such a huge contrast between now between you Dorsey know now. Like the amount of effort they've gone to try and extradite julian assange um i remembered his name <laughs> and then and then <laughs> celebrating that uh compared to the criminals that are getting Pardoned. Yeah. God, can you imagine who's going to get pardoned? We're going to get pardoned. Uh, he's going to be pardoning some heinous 
people. He has to now. Like his family. All of his people. His are, family is the yeah. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. So anyway, I think it's good that the the meek inherited the earth. Yeah. And years ago, Aaron Schwartz's dad said it was the government that killed my son. Yep. And I think we did really just see, even though he clearly didn't want to do it, because every but everyone kind of becomes the person they hate. Yep. Jack Dorsey kind of have power over the most powerful guy in the world. Yes. Yep. So he was just because uh, he he was leaning he did the right on that thing. platform. Yeah, he, was he did the right on the thing. Platform. Yep. All awesome. Right. Thank you, Derek. Thank you for your time. My I pleasure. Really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me on. That was talking to strangers, episode two. Thank you for awesome. your time. No worries.